You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Day three of NFL free agency, more importantly, day three of the new host, Locked On Texans podcast. I am John, some sports guy, Hickman, and to the right of me is Cody, and that's Cody with a T. Davis, last name Davis, don't get that twisted. Uh, Cody, I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I'm, you know, every day I'm excited to do the show now. Um, big thanks to David Locke and the Locked On Podcast Network for giving us this opportunity. Um, a lot's going on in the NFL, but it seems like a not, a, not a lot is going on with the Texans. We know who they signed, we, uh, Gibson and um, Roby. We know who departed from the team, but there are still players out there that can be signed and for not a lot of money. So you don't have to just overspend. But we're going to talk about that today, the rest of free agency. Uh, take a trip around the AFC South. Let's go to Tennessee. Let's go to Jacksonville. Let's go to Indy. And let's do some fan engaging. You know, I was on Twitter earlier. Um, I just had some fun talking to some of the fans. I don't, I don't know. I just like doing that. That's my thing, you know. Uh, before we hop over in a new break, we want to at least let them know how our day was. How yeah. about, uh, what did you do today? I went to work. I just worked all day. Um, for those of you who don't know, and I'm pretty sure none of you know, um, I worked marketing assistant for the Houston Sabercats. If you don't know who we are, we're Houston's new professional rugby team. And, um, you know, follow us on, you know, Instagram, Twitter, you know, come to a game, you know. If you like the Texans, you should like the Sabercats, John. You've been to a Sabercats game. How, how was it? I like the games. Uh, you know, if you're not a rugby fan, to me, it's interesting to learn how to follow the game. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have more fun with because I just see things that are kind of new and fresh. Um, so, yeah, go check out the Houston Sabercats, new rugby team in the city of Houston. Um, Sugarland area. They are at Constellation Field playing now. Yeah, we got a game this Saturday. Game Saturday. Uh, I know for me personally, I got off at six o'clock this morning. Mm. That night shift. And How now, is that night shift? Is, like it sc- it. is it scary? No, it's not scary. I'll be scared I'm to work at night. You know, that's when ghosts and stuff be walking around. Uh, uh-uh, uh. That ghosts. No. It's, uh, it's not plural. It's just ghost friends, I guess. I'm a ghost. I'll be a Ghostbuster. You go right ahead, Bill Ghostbuster. Because no, I, I don't, I don't hang out with, I don't hang out with Casper. No, I, no, no, I, no. I no. listen to new music and just do my work. So I think tonight I'm, a, I, I might do the greatest of all time, greatest hits of all time from Michael the Essentials. I got a playlist for that, Michael Jackson. Oh, oh, so it's now you gonna dip into my boy. You gonna dip into my music? I just want to listen to Mike. All right, just make sure you stay away from Thriller, cause you know I love me some Thriller, but you know, come past ten o'clock, I don't really mess with that video no more. It is late. Too. Exactly. So on uh, the other side of the break, guys, we're gonna talk about <laughs> free agency. Then we're gonna dive off into AFC South, and then let's talk about what the fans had going on today on Twitter. All of that and more on Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Locked On Texans podcast. Before we get into it, John, I know you said um, tonight at work you was going to listen to some Michael Jackson and get you through your night. And you know me, I'm the biggest Michael Jackson fan there is. So what is your favorite Michael Jackson song? Just just tell the listeners real quick. First of all, I didn't need the emphasis on biggest on that B. It was pretty. I just I want you fun. and the fans to know, but okay. Uh, mine will probably be PYT. Mm. 
or Off the Wall. Mm, okay. I love those two songs and Human Nature. Mm. Actually, PYT, Human Nature, and Off the Wall. Mm. Human Nature is my favorite, 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 not only Michael Jackson's song, but song of all time, but my second favorite song and possibly favorite video is Bad. Who's Bad? Doom, 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 doom. That is my second favorite Michael Jackson song, and I say that only because the Texans let some bad players get away this offseason. And what I mean by bad, I mean bad in a good way. Check this out. John, listen to this. Earl Thomas, Gone. four years, $55 million, signed with the Ravens. Gone. Mark Ingram, three years, $15 million, signed with the Ravens. He's back. Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Le'Veon Bell, four years, $5.2 million. He's back. And he's gone. Tevin Coleman, one of the players that I talked about on our Monday, no, it was our Tuesday edition of, of um, Locked On Texans. He's gone. He's gone to San Francisco. Those are players the Texans really should have went after. And just think about it. Odell Beckham and Antonio Brown, both of them got traded for a bag of chips. You telling me we couldn't offer something like that or even better? A bag of chips. <laughs> <laughs> to get at least one of those like guys? A good bag of chips. No, nah, like no, the, 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 last, the last bag of chips. The salt and pepper chips. Yeah, and they, don't, and they don't even have a name. They're not the They just say chips. Just chips. What is there left for the Texans to do at this point? So uh, I looked at remaining available free agents, and I looked at how the Texans are set up. A lot of times we don't want to uh, overspend just to get named players. We saw that a few years ago with the Eagles, and that ended up turning out. But really wait, bad. wait, wait, wait! You say overspend? I don't. I Mark Ingram three years, fifteen million. That's no, no, not really that's overspending. Not, that's not, no, that's not overspending. But I, what I meant to say was not to pay for names. Mm-hmm. So I looked at what makes sense for the Texans. Now, last year, the Texans ranked, I believe, top five in run defense, top 10 in run offense. Mm -hmm. That's pretty good, especially yeah. when you look at the defensive side of the ball. But you can always make improvements, especially when you look at how your roster is set up. They, yeah, year in and year out, somebody is going down with an injury. So I want to look at the defensive, defensive side of the ball. Jason Verrett. Is available. He's an unrestricted free agent um, from the Chargers, San Diego. Now, he is a guy that, hear me out, guys, he's known to be injury prone. I know this, which is why I think he's not number one on my list, but he's a guy that I would like to go look at. Because when he is healthy, his last healthy season in 2015, he had a PFF grade of 85.1. The best corner that year. Five interceptions, I believe, over 60 tackles. This guy can get it done. He is really good. And the biggest thing about that is we know you have some money to play with in the cap. But since he is an injury-prone player, then the amount of money that you would spend on him won't be that much because it will be a, a, a low-risk, high-reward type of contract. And here's why I, I would love that signing, Cody. Who did you sign yesterday? Roby. You just signed Bradley Roby, who is a guy that is known to struggle when he is not with two good corners or with another outside solidified corner, but he's a guy that's known to thrive when he is with another solidified outside corner. If Verrett comes back and is healthy, then you would have no problem with Roby now because he'd be in the same situation. He would have that 
quote unquote Chris Harris or Akeem Talib on the outside with Jason Ferret, who is a stud. Secondly, I am looking at an outside another option at receiver. Mm-hmm. Now we both discussed it. We're gonna both agree and say Golden Tate, right? Yeah, Golden Tate, and, that, and that's actually the guy I had right. on my list. Um, you know, I talked about it a little bit yesterday. He will automatically be your second receiver next to DeAndre Hopkins. And like I said in the show yesterday, having someone like Tate, I think that might be the key to finally have a healthy season out of Will Fuller because he's not going to be put out on the field to do as much as he as he has to do, you know? Right. So Golden Tate is actually my number one option for a receiver because as good as DeAndre Hopkins is, the Texans need a second receiver. Yes. Yes. Which um, brings me to another guy, Jermaine Curse, in New York. Uh, New York just signed Crowder. Um, I think Curse is on a two-year deal anyways. That deal is up. Curse is a guy that is a solidified second receiver. He does enough to get the job done. And if you need a boost. If you need a play to get made, then Curse can make a play. Not only that, if you you have Curse, just like Tate, you bring in, okay, well, Fuller, we can move you back inside and you can be deadly. And if you have issues with Fuller, you still have Kiki Kuti, who's a really good third option. I like him. I think Jermaine Curse would be a guy that they should at least look at simply because we know the history behind Fuller. Another big guy that I think they should go look at. Not big guy as in size, but a guy that I think can affect him right away. Bryce Callahan from Chicago. Wow. What Bryce, <laughs> listen, this guy had 45 tackles last season, two sacks, two picks, an 81.4 uh PFF grade before he broke his foot last season. Cut it short, cut his season short. And he only allowed 0.69 per coverage snap. That is really good. And why do I think you sign him? He is another guy like Verrett, Jason Verrett at cornerback. Well, he did get injured last season. So if you bring him in, it'll be a very low risk, I mean high risk, I'm sorry, low risk, high reward contract. We're going to give you this contract, and it'll make sense to have a prove-it deal simply because, well, we know what you just had to go through with this injury. So we're going to bring you in and we're going to make sure that it's established that you can still play some football. And I think that makes sense to go after Bryce Callahan, especially considering Jonathan Joseph is 137 years old. <laughs> Kareem is gone, so he can't be all over the field. You still have Aaron Colvin, who is a good corner, but we know the history. You need more bodies at that position. And Callahan is a guy that can make plays, and we know how good of a stud Jason Verrett is. When he is on the field and healthy, two low risk, low risk reward guys, high reward players. Good. And um, you mentioned a lot of good guys, but to me, I believe our defense is set. Um, with the signing of Tayshawn Gibson and Roby, I kind of believe our defense is set. I mean, we bounced back from we bounced back from losing um Honey Badger and Jackson real well with those two signings. Um, we franchise tag Clowney, and of course, you know JJ Watt can stay healthy. I really feel we still have a solid defense. But my biggest thing is once again, we need a second receiver. So if we don't get Golden Tate, hear me out. I, I know you' about to look at me crazy because I know you, John. I know you. I think the Texans should go after Michael Crabtree. 
Why? Because once again, we will have another solid receiver playing next to DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller. Now, unlike Tate, signing Michael would not, well, would keep Fuller at the secondary receiver option. But at the end of the day, you will still have another solid receiver on the field with Crabtree. Uh, I can see that it would make sense. Crabtree would actually come back to Texas. And I and I know Texas kid. And I know Crabtree is getting up that age. He's thirty one years old. But I mean, he had a solid year last year. Fifty four receptions, six hundred and seven yards, three touchdowns. I mean, it's not eye popping numbers, but just imagine that on the Texans. Also, considering he was on a team that did not have any pass happy exactly or a pass happy offense. Exactly. Period. Uh, I could I could see that make sense. To be completely honest with you, last guy that I think that will make a difference, the Texans should suit Michael Brown from New England. First and foremost, you already have a New England guy as your head coach, Bill O'Brien. The thing about Michael Brown is he's a guy that can fill holes. He's very young, only 25 years old, and he shows flashes of what he can do. Whether it's stopping a run or whether it's getting after the quarterback and causing disruption, that's a guy who has shown flashes. And he's also been in a system where he's never a featured guy in his position. He's a rotating guy, in and out, in and out. He's won two Super Bowls with the Patriots. He can come in. He has championship experience, of course, with those two rings and make a difference. Cool. So, yeah, that's it for the um, the players that we think the Texans should continue to go after. On the other side of the break, what you think we should do? Take a break from the Texans a little bit and look at their opponents? And, uh, okay, yeah, let's take a trip around the AFC South and see what's been going on with those teams. First stop. Tennessee, baby. On the other side of the break, we'll be right back. All aboard the AFC South train. Oh, we got to leave Houston. We got to leave Houston for a little minute. Aww. I mean, it makes sense. We got to see what other teams have got up their sleeve. I wish we'd go to New York. I don't want to go to New York. <laughs> Ain't gonna do nothing but trade us out. No, not that New York. I'm talking about Jets, New York. That's only one New York. You gotta say the Jets. Are the but Giants. it's like Jet. It's like Lakers, L.A. Clippers, L.A. It's two separate. It's two different New Yorks. Nah, I still want New York. To me, either way, you're gonna get traded. Outside of Houston, you just trying to go to Cleveland. I'm trying to go to Cleveland right now. But right <laughs> now, we got a ticket on the way to Tennessee. Then the next stop at Jacksonville. Then we'll end off with Indy. Uh, Cody, I don't know about you. I think it's important to let fans know what is going on in that division. Oh, you got to. The Texans won a division last season. Indy was right there on their heels. If it wasn't for such a bad start, they would have made the playoffs. Mm -hmm. I think Indy would have won the uh, division if they did not start so bad. But nonetheless, uh, Texas got out that division with the dub by the head of their chinny chin chins. However, every season is different. People are making changes. I don't even want to talk about Indy just yet because another team that was in the race um, to win that division, division, Tennessee Titans. They have made some upgrades, Cody. You look at what they did. They were able to re-sign Kenny Vaccaro, who had 58 tackles last season when he was brought in. Two sacks. They were able to secure that position at safety. They were able to sign Adam Humphreys, who had 816 yards last season, 78 catches, 76 catches and five TDs. He's a guy that can be utilized perfectly in the slot for Marcus Mariota. We know Mariota doesn't have the big arm. We know Mariota struggles at times with getting the ball downfield. We know Mariota is at his best when he's able to have an option to throw in a hole and let the receiver make some moves. 
That is what Adam Humphreys can do. He did it last year with Tampa Bay. He's able to do it. He's going to be able to do it this year for uh, Tennessee, as long as he stays healthy and Marcus Mariota can improve in areas he needs to improve in. But you know what's big for me? What's that? They signed Roger Stafford. Safford, right? Saffold, I am sorry. They signed Roger Saffold, who's a 2017 second team all pro offensive lineman. Lyman, and he is going to be huge, 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 huge for run blocking purposes. That's why they brought him in. You just had Derrick Henry, who had a big season last year. You want to add to that. And on top of that, your quarterback is known for what? <laughs> Using his legs. Mm-hmm. That's another big key. And they brought in Cameron Wake. Now, I know Cameron Wake is pretty old. I think he's 37 now. But they did lose Brian Rackpo in the offseason. He retired. Shout out to my boy Rack from UT. Um, I know he's old, 37, but in the last three seasons, he's had 28 sacks. Last season, he had 38 QB hurries. He is going to be vital to keeping that rush going. Titans had a good defense last season. And I know he's old, but he's a guy that can come in and contribute right away. Cool, cool. Uh, like, you made some good points going over. The Titans. You made some really, really good points, John. But to me, the biggest team that made the best move so far in the AFC South. Get my ticket ready. Is Jacksonville Jaguars. Saxonville. And all they did was add Nick Foles. John, I'm telling you. You go from a team who, first of all, just let's just break this down. Two years ago, you was in the AFC Championship game against your New England Patriots. Had a chance to win it. They had a chance to win it. In that year, they was 10-6. and six. Their defense was phenomenal, okay? So then, you know, you're expecting them to get back to where they was last year, and I'm going to put the blame on, on, on him just like everybody else did. Blake Borders had an awful year, and... They ended with a record of five and eleven. Was nowhere near close to the playoffs. But John signing Nick Foles. First of all, Nick Foles, you know, you know he's a a, a MVP quarterback, right? A Super Bowl MVP. That's still MVP. He's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Just just listen to his numbers last year, okay? Because I I know you're not a Nick Foles fan. I like Nick Foles. I'm just not a Nick Foles fanatic. Check this out. Check this out. Nick Foles. When he was playing with the Eagles last year, they went 4-1. 4-1. 4-1, John. Nick That's a winning record. Not only did they go 4-1, he threw for 1,413 yards, seven touchdowns in just five games. John. That that signing is literally the most slept on yet dangerous signing I want to say in the NFL. I don't and I not don't only that, I, I don't not I don't think it's slept on. Not, I think not, people like that signing, not for the fifty million guarantee that he got. But I'm not mad at him for getting his bag. It's not slept on. But you all right about that second part? Not only that, the Jaguars they're still a top five defense. They ranked top five last year, and. In Philadelphia, he had basically what one dangerous target and a couple. Well, yeah, two. Zach Ertz is he's an all pro tight end. You're right, 
But it was like, you know what he was throwing to nine times out of ten. In Jacksonville, you got Clark, Cole, and Westbrook. Neither one of them, they're, no, they're not top ten. They're not the eye-popping names like a Michael Thomas, like Hopkins, or none of those guys. But having those three guys, you saw what they did with Blake Bortles. Don't be surprised if Nick Foles turned one of them into an all-pro receiver. Whoa. I'm telling you, John. I'm tell pro. we saw what Nick Foles can There's do. We saw what all Nick pro. we saw what Nick Foles all three all three of these guys had really good seasons last year with Blake Bortles. Right, no, so you, you know, trade Blake Bortles out with Nick Foles? I will say that they were underutilized. Very much. Especially my guy. I had to see him a lot. When he was in college with D.D. Westbrook, I think D.D. is a phenomenal uh, football player. I think he's been underutilized in Jacksonville thus far because of his quarterback. And I would agree with you on that one. Mm -hmm. Turning any of those guys to an all-pro, no. Pro Bowl, maybe. Uh, but you're right. This is a huge signing because... And this is all Jacksonville needed. They just needed a quarterback. With Jacksonville and... The thought across the entire league, and even in this room right now as we record is the Jacksonville Jaguars were a quarterback away a couple of years ago. Exactly. And you saw what he did in Philadelphia. Yes, Carson Wentz sort of got them there, but it was Nick Foles who finished the job and, and led them on that really good playoff run when they beat the Patriots. Not only that, it was Nick Foles who got them back into the playoffs last year won and them won, them, won them a game. And not only that, they almost upset my beloved New Orleans Saints. No, I, I like that signing. I 100% do. And I'm not going to just dismiss what Foles can do because I know he can. He's a guy that threw for 27 touchdowns in his league when only two picks before. Mm -hmm. The thing about Nick Foles to me is, okay, we've seen what you were, what you were able to do with a sample size playbook. In a sample size season. Twice in the last two years, everything has been sample size of what you have to do. Now, there's going to be a lot of pressure on you that you've never had before. Why? Because this franchise brought you in and immediately gave you $50 million guaranteed. And now you have a, a diva on the other side of the defense, on the side of with, with Jalen Ramsey. Uh, you have to come in and fit into the locker room, but your expectation is. We need to get back to the AOC title game at least. Is this team ready for that? We don't know yet, but I'm 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 happy to see. Now, before we leave, we got to talk about Indy. Indy really didn't do much. They got Devin Funches. I think it was a good pickup. You add him, a guy who can go get it along with T.Y. Hilton, and they also re-signed Pierre Desir, a cornerback, uh, at a good price. The thing I like about Indy right now, Indy is sitting on – 95 plus million dollars of cap space. They have money to get some things done. And when you have that much money, you're not gonna you're not gonna go out and try to hit on a lot of guys. Like I said, you're not gonna pay for names. You're gonna pay for guys that can go and come in and feel road. Like they did last season when they brought in Jabal Shears from New England. He's the guy that came in and was able to ball. I hated we let him go, but that is what Indy is going to do. I wish they would have got Le'Veon. That would have been huge for them. But in the meantime, they're going to find ways to bring in players that can contribute right now that's not going to get overpaid. You're right. You're right. And to a certain extent, you're right about um Nick Foles. But I guarantee you one thing, 
Nick, Nick, Nick Foles in Jacksonville is going to work out better than Brock Osweiler in the Texans. Everybody's going to work out. <laughs> and it's basically it's, it's, it's the Osweiler. same situation if you think about it. Come on now, John. A lot of money. Um, but I mean, let's get one thing straight. You would go work out better than Brock Osweiler with the Texans than Brock Osweiler did with the Texans. Right now. Right now, you <laughs> would do that. On the other side of the break, like I said, we had some fan talk earlier today. I love doing that. So we're going to dive into that. That's not going to be a long segment. We just want to see how fans feel about the offseason so far. Got some of their discussion and opinions. All of that and the other side of Locked On Podcast for the Texans. Before we get out of here, as promised, you know, fans, listeners, I I really like calling people fans. They don't really know us, but listeners of the previous show who's uh, bought your tickets and riding with us now, um, I posed a question on Twitter today. Fans, are you satisfied with the Texans offseason so far? Who would you go after next? (laughs) And, you know, I, I had some interaction going on. Um, Cody, first guy off the rip, his name is Josue, at, let's see, his name is at Carcoda, Carcordia, 80. He has an avi of Deshaun Watson, and he said he would go after a real GM. (laughs) Tell us how you feel. Tell us how you feel. Um, another guy uh, from post game shower blitz um, at Roots Sports. Root Sports. He says he's good with it right now. He, he doesn't want to overspend. Um, he want to see Clowney either locked up or traded. Maybe bring in another corner. Excited to build through the draft. Uh, oh, that's that's pretty good. And that's actually you say something similar to that with the Clowney. Yeah, the Clowney I mean, situation. Either lock him up or trade him. So that's not a bad insight. I think right now the the best thing about this Clowney tag is okay. If he signs a tag, you have the money right. Mm-hmm. It's only going to be a fifteen million dollar hit towards the cap, which you already have some money on. Uh, secondly, if somebody wants to, you know, trade not trade for him, but since it's not exclusive. Somebody can trade for him, and if you don't offer that, uh, match that offer, then you can go ahead and get two first-round picks back for the following seasons. So I did like that. It was a smart business move. Um, one guy, I asked him a question. I was like, he, he said, nah. <laughs> At Terrell underscore Sand, and you have a, you're, I guess, sitting on a couch in your Abbey. Why you all up on that man, Avi? I, I want to make sure he knows the talking about. Well, if he hear his name, then clearly that's him. You don't have to describe his Avi. He's, he's sitting on a red couch, it looks like. How you know it's red? That could be brown. He's sitting on the couch or a barber chair. Maybe he don't want his Avi out there in the world. Why am I putting his address out? Don't worry, Terrell. Anyway, Terrell I got you back. I got you back, Terrell. He's safe with us, Terrell. Um, but I asked him, what would you do differently? He said, for starters, two or the four would be... We'll be here already. Brown, Williams, Paradis, and James not against the, uh, against the Gibson move. Rather, he likes that move. But he's not – well, he doesn't like it. He's not here for it, nor is he not here for it, I guess. Um, no no way in hell 
is he giving a player a ten million prove it deal? Um, and wants to see if he can get more once he hit the uh, market. See if he can get more money. I actually agree with that, Terrell underscore Sam, because I hated the one-year deal that they did with A.J. Bouye, and I hated the one-year deal that they did with Honey Badger. Why? Both times, both guys left. Mm-hmm. He was stuck trying to scramble and hurry and fix that position. Um, he did ask what time is the show, so I let him know we were doing it tonight and get it up tomorrow. That's going to be fun. Okay, cool. At the George Young, this guy has a tuxedo. There you go. Giving he's, out descriptions of Avi's again. He's the man the hit H. his name. Clearly, he knows that's him. He's throwing up the H city of Houston with a uh, nice tuxedo, looks like. I like that tuxedo. And he's still just driving his Avi. Uh, that's a nice that's a nice sport car. Not sport car, like a dinner jacket. But he says he would like to get another cornerback, another receiver, and a guard. I agree with all three of those. I like that because both of us touched on all, all three of those positions. Uh, actually, you know what Terrell saying? Terrell underscore saying did say his other move can still happen. Um, well, he did say Coleman, but Coleman is gone. We can also look out to TJ Yeldon or Darby. I think Darby is about to sign with somebody else. I'm not necessarily sure. But um, let's see. Who else are we have? One guy, Day, D-A-A, at D-A-A, Texans, Jordan, he did ask us, I wonder if you guys would take more fan input than the old Locked On Texans. Uh, no shot to those guys. Again, shout out to those guys for, you know, letting us inherit the show and, and the listeners they already had. Yes, we will do more fan engagement, right, Cody? Oh, yeah, without a doubt. Because without you guys, we would not be sitting here recording and talking about the Texans. We would not. And it's, you know... A 30-minute podcast, guys. Continue to check us out. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans, or you can look us up on Facebook at Locked On Texans as well. Uh, we ask that you guys listen, 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 and get it out to Texans fans that you know and um, give us some feedback. Last guy, TJ Fox, at TJ Hunter Fox. He has Matthew McConaughey at UT in his abbey. I'm still mad. You still talking about people Avies. Well, I mean, hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to do this every time. He said we're playing frugal chicken with the Colts. Mm. I have no clue what that means. Mm. Is that a country thing? Or... I don't know. Ask him. I Ask... did. I asked him to explain. Uh, <laughs> he never responded. He never responded. Uh, one guy liked his tweet, so maybe he knew what playing frugal chicken with the Colts meant. I don't mm-hmm. know what that means. That's I don't know. I'm going to stay away from that game, though. Just because I don't like the way it sounds. Frugal chicken. Mm. I don't like my chicken frugal. Nah, I, I like, like mine. It. I like mine's fried. I like mine's baked. Baked, or, baked or, is good, too. Or barbecue. Barbecue. Barbecue, baked, fried, stew. Any chicken except for bingo. I don't know. I don't know. What's his name again? His name is... Go Matthew back to McConaughey, it. Abby. Uh, TJ Hunter TJ, Fox. Yeah, I'm going to sign to his DM and ask him, man. What hey, is what is that? What is that? I want to look it up, but I'm scared what I'm going to run into. Yeah, I'm going through this guy's media right now on Twitter, and it's a lot of... I'm going to get out of that. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> is that Vince Young in a wig? That was Vince Young in a wig. All right, well, enough of that. Shout out to you, T. Top. What's his name? Ty Fox? Ty Fox. Shout out to you, Ty Fox. Um... Again, like every day, guys, we're gonna just I'm gonna interact with the fans on Twitter. 
Cody will as well. You don't know who's going to do it, but it's going to get done. This is Locked On Texan Podcast with John, some sports guy Hickman, and to the right of me, the best partner in the world, Cody Davis, and that's Cody with a T, not a D. Don't get it twisted. As always, we are the Bulls on Parade with a party twist. Have fun tonight. Get mad at the Texans for not making any offseason moves that you wanted to have made because you have all the money in the world as a fan. And check us out on the next episode. Peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.